the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Okay. Um, I want to ask Joseph, your wife, did you plan on Satan? Did you see him before? Or you were just walking to church and you just happened to um, just sit down or whatever? So, um, no, I had never seen him before, and I think he had been to C30 at Lakewood, and I had been there, but I had never seen him in my life. And he, I just happened to sit there. And you know, one thing that's so funny is, um, so after that, I knew the general vicinity that he was sitting in. So the next Sunday, I was kind of like, <laughs> which was very uncharacteristic for me. Um, and then I remember um, one time, again, because it was probably like a month before we officially you know, went on a first date. But I remembered... Um, I was down on the floor section. He was up in the, the second uh, bowl there mm-hmm. sitting in the same area. And I was trying to see if he was there. So I was during praise and worship and I turned around and I saw him. And I was like, you know, turn back around. And what was so funny is after we were dating, he was like, hey, you know that one Sunday? You did this turnaround thing. You were looking for me. Because <laughs> once she found me, she continued to worship. Like, once she saw me, she was like, yeah, okay. So I know she was looking for me. I was looking for him. Anybody else have a question? Yes. I have a question channel more to women because I feel like being single and then dating the wrong person for so long, I know that you're supposed to like no, but you don't want to miss that opportunity either. You don't want to just sit there and just be dating random people. But how do you prepare your heart for someone without kind of scaring yourself out of the whole situation? You know what I mean? I mean, I know that a lot of y'all said, okay, well, I already told God I'm not dating anyone. Okay, and I know that he covered you in that process. But how do you know? How did you know? How did you know? Like, okay, this is, it's okay to, to, to move forward from this. I think that's why being friends it's so important because yeah. that way you you can get to know each other but there's no pressure of all oh, this is going to be the one right. <laughs> you know so you can you can have friends and, and you know just stay together with a group and cultivate a, a friendship and then see if God shows you or talks to you but but that's the first step like i you know our stories it's different. I've never heard the clear voice of he's the one, you know, but it's just through the friendship. I'm not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible says, let the peace of God rule and reign in your heart, though. And I think relationships are relationships. And, and I think that, again, it's the, it's the same trepidation at times. And, you know, I don't want to say, you know, fear, but, but you want to walk circumspectly. And 
One of the scriptures that I really appreciate as far as with respect to relationship development and as you engage in that is from Proverbs 27 and verse 12. It says, The prudent see danger and hides themselves, but the simple go on and suffer for it. So meaning, you know, is that the prudent sees danger and hides is that so often at times I think that we can get right into relationships and we have such a desire to be in relationship that we'll see the stop sign, we'll see the red flag, we'll see the house on fire, and we, but, but it's like, you know, it'll be okay. Because you know, if I don't catch this bus, maybe another one won't come. So, so I think is, is that to be confident and know that, hey, you know what, God, if you've ordained it, you will bring it to pass. If you ordained it today, you will ordain it six months from now, you will ordain it a year from now. And so I think that the best thing that we have is time. Time, time, time. And so for some folks, I know, you know, for y'all, as in your testimony is, is that God just told them and they knew. I never had that moment. Um, it was just that I had to have peace and I had to give it to the Lord. You know, it says, you know, if we acknowledge him in all of our ways, that he will guide and direct our paths. And so all I could see, do say is, Lord, is this for me? Show me if it's not. Close the door if it's not. And I think that that was her continual prayer. Lord, no. And I did the same thing. Even I, I noticed her a couple of times. I was like, nope, 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 nope. You know what I mean? You know, I walked in off the elevator one night and she's just like glowing. I was like, no. And she was like, hi. I'm like, no. <laughs> she was a greeter. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Literally, it was like, oh, you know, there she is. And, you know, no. So, but anyway, it's like, okay, let's see what God's doing here. So, so I always had that peace. And I think that, that that goes for everybody. Yeah. I remember when we were friends and feelings started developing in here. Um, I remember telling God, God, please, if he's not the one, like either make me say something wrong or make me, I don't know, but just take him away from me. Like, don't let these feelings keep growing if it's not going to be, you know, the one that you have chosen for me. I think as a woman, to um, one of the safeguards is be totally healed in your heart. You have to have a healed heart. You know, um, in Proverbs it says, "Hastiness leads to want." And I think um, when your heart is not healed, um, there is this sense of hastiness because it is the when is there another bus coming? You always have that. It's fear. It's really fear is what it is. Um, so I think that for a woman, take the time you need to get a healed heart because the heart, it says above all things, guard your heart for out of it flow the issues of life. And if your heart is not purged and it's not purified and you still have scabs that keep getting pulled off, get to a place where, where that is healed first. So, and a lot of times for women, we can't do that in a relationship you have to take that time to completely be by yourself and then when you see the first red light don't turn your head to it because a lot of times um i think there are those red lights and, and one of the things when you're unhealed is um, the counterfeit just keeps representing himself with a different face and then you end up being there and saying why does this always happen to me? And I dealt with the same issue. Well, it's because your your heart is not healed. Yeah. And so you keep drawing that same thing to you. And I think, you know, for us, um, ours, ours is a little different that our timeline, like I said, we were married within a year, but um, we, you know, we, we 
we had fasted and we had prayed and, and we, we knew very early, but because timing is important, we still gain time, you know, because it is, you don't want to just, I've seen people do that too, get married in two months of meeting each other. And one thing that we did when we knew, like for me at the two month mark, I knew this is my husband. One thing we did is we started attending the Savior Marriage Before It Starts class before we ever got engaged. We were not engaged, but we started going to that class because we wanted to get training. We wanted to know. We also started doing marriage counseling at Lakewood before we got engaged, before, not after. Because again, we're saying, we feel like this is the Lord. We have spiritual counsel and everyone's in agreement, but we don't want to just do the hyper-spiritual. We want to do the practical too, um, because there's got to be a balance of both, you know, and we can never think we're so spiritually mature that we can't miss it because once those emotions do start playing a factor, which I don't know about y'all, but I mean, like I said, I thought I was called a singleness, but when Joseph and I started dating and, and I knew and we started spending more time and I started falling in love with him. Oh my gosh, I had to tame myself, you know, I mean, I really did. I had to say, you cannot be oblivious to uh, the, the practical side of things. You have to, in saying that, you have to set boundaries and barriers. If you're living a consecrated life, there's certain things that you don't do. There's certain places you don't go, certain times that you need to be at your house and he needs to be at his, you know? I mean, we, we can't be oblivious to uh, the balance of the practical and the spiritual. So I think that those things are, are all important in saying, okay, am I healed? Now I'm ready to consider a relationship. And I think one of the big ways that you know that you're healed is like, can you just not call someone for a while? If it goes a couple days and you, you don't talk to them, are you in panic mode? You know, like, oh my gosh, why isn't he calling me? Are, are, you, are you always <laughs> suspicious of something? Do you have those things that brew in your heart? If those things brew in your heart, you're hurt. You know, get healed first. That's good. That's good. Okay. Thank you very much. Anybody else have a question? One of the ladies can answer. Sometimes, men, Christian men, we kind of we're a little apprehensive about approaching women because we don't want to be misunderstood or be considered brief or pervert or not really safe. We just hear that it's just look up for someone. So for the fellas, uh, for the men. What advice would you have for Christian men on this approach of life for the purpose of dating or pursuing that? What advice would you have with that, with that concern? Well, uh, it's, I believe it's okay to date, but I think there's a lot of, it can be like a trap. It can be like you can get deceived along the road. So like me, I was done with dating and I, I wanted a wife. And uh, the Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So I was just like, Lord, I'm done with dating. I just need, I, I'll wait on you. I'll wait whatever time it takes for me to get healed. Prepare me for her, prepare her for me. And then I just got busy uh, seeking the Lord and getting involved, serving the Lord, because that's, Ultimately, um, I believe like in the garden, uh, that's where 
everything was made to flow like in the presence of God. God met his wife, I mean, Adam met his wife, right? So um, it's not just trying to casually date because then it's like uh, the enemy can use that because we're, you know, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You know, we're, we all have a flesh that we have to live in. I mean, I mean, you know, we all have flesh and blood, you know, and we have to seek after the spirit. We have to, um, so it's kind of dangerous. I mean, I'm not saying casual dating, coffee or whatnot, but it's so easily, easy to get um, entangled, you know, it's so easy to get entangled and to call, get caught up in emotions and feelings and, and, uh, and who knows when you're seeking that you might be missing what God really has for you over here and it's so easy to get caught up in that especially like the Lord delivered me from drinking and drugs and clubs and all that so I know what it's like when someone says hey let's just go let's go over here and hang out or whatever and you're in that environment and you the whole time you're there you're just miserable you know because you're you're like trying to do right, you're trying you want this, but you're over here, and it's it's a uh, it's a tough thing, man. So just I would just wait on the Lord, press in, and He'll send you somebody that will go over and above. I mean, like I used to pray, God send me the woman of my dreams, and hey, He sent her, and God is good, and it's just getting better and better. So uh, I would just say, wait on the Lord, man. I know for myself, um, I had to kind of break my my singleness habits, so to speak. I was always just hanging out with the friends that I had and just doing my thing. And um, I, I had to purposely break away from that and kind of seek an avenue where I could meet someone. And uh, for me, we have that common thing with running. Um, and... Uh, that was my way to kind of get to know her and whether or not she was the one for me. Um, but it was, I didn't meet her in my circle, so to speak. I had to kind of purposely go out of my circle to, to find someone that I guess wasn't in the friend zone or whatever. Um, and someone I thought had potential for me. So. But if I could add to that, um, he did Facebook, Facebook stalk me, and I Facebook stalked him. <laughs> but um, we studied each other, I guess, in um, group settings. We were always in group settings. We never had one-on-one -on -one time until like six months after um, we've been in group settings. That's when we started um, running together one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but by then, you kind of already know, like God has kind of given you the signs, you know, if that's someone that that He wanted you to pursue, and um, and we ran together for a good like two three months until we had to have the define the relationship talk because and ladies, I, I brought it up, so I got I got tired of being confused. So like He wasn't sending me any signs, so when I was like, okay, God, I'm done. God would do something that confused me. And um, and the feelings started to grow for me. So I was like, okay, Tok said it was okay to ask it. So one day after we finished running, I was like, can I ask you a question? <laughs> 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 uh, 
And he said, yeah. And I said, what are we? <laughs> are we just friends? Because if we are, that's it's fine. But I, I just need to know. And it's okay to ask that question. Um, and he said, yes, we're friends, but I don't want to keep it that way. So ask the question. When you, If you're tired of, you know, are we, are we not? Just ask it. <laughs> I'll just chime in on that. Again, from just being a, a counselor and, and relationship techniques is that I've gone the full spectrum of of no it's it's only going to be courtship or you know I kiss dating goodbye or no absolutely <laughs> date people and, and, and so let me tell you we're all unique and God has spoken to your heart and said this is the way that it's going to be but I can tell you for guys it is a tough atmosphere out there and and I call you know like uh you know, a lot of times the ladies in the church, you know, like that, they'll send you that sign. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to date. Right. And I, you know, I think you, know, you kind of said that. And I never understood that, you know, back when I was in my early twenties, uh, you know, a bunch of people in the church had told, you know, convinced me that I needed to ask this girl. I said, Oh yeah, we've already checked with her. She's going to say yes. And I'm like, really? I was like, okay. So, you know, I went and asked her out and she was like, Oh, I, I don't date. And I'm like, I felt so dumb, you know, so, but, but, but I understood, I, I grew and I understood what that meant. But ladies, uh, you know, I kind of call this pursuit paralysis in the church is that now I'm only here for Jesus, you know, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that if you are seeking a relationship, you need to be able to send those guys a sign that it's okay. You know, it's okay to approach me. It's okay to talk to me because it is. The guys are scared out there. You know, I mean, they, you know, the guys are. Let me tell you, it's it's a very daunting thing. But I think that from I think you've heard through the testimonies here though is uh, a saying that I always love. You know, to hear from Tommy Nelson at the Denton Bible was he says, "Run your race as as fast as you can go. Run for Jesus Christ." And he said, "Look for the people side to side who are keeping up with you." And, and he says, and at some point in time, you'll be able to say, hey, come on over here and let's run together. And, and so with that being said is that we were in proximity to get to know each other, but there was a trust that was able to develop. So she knew I wasn't a creep and I knew she wasn't necessarily a stalker. So it was all good. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So so that's the thing is that that's what I experienced through the church. But a lot of times is that people will will come for ulterior motives, but time will vet that out. And that's what I say is, guys, don't lose heart. You know, don't grow weary and doing good for a due season. You shall reap if you faint not. But on the other hand is that a lot of guys want to know right out the gate. Hey, where are we at? Do you want to, you know, kind of get your digits? You know, can we go out? You know, can we just get to business? Now, you know, with respect to, you know, what is our, can I define a relationship? Well, I just met you like an hour ago. And and so sometimes those are tough questions to answer. And, and so... Again, God will speak to your heart, but I think from a pragmatic standpoint, is serve the Lord. Let people get to know you without ever even talking to you. And I think for ladies especially, if they can see the character of a man without ever talking to him, there's nothing more attractive to a woman than that. Uh, one thing that I really appreciated about Joseph and his approach of me is that he did observe and he didn't just come up and approach me right away. He observed and then he did it discreetly. Like one of the, the, the yes signs for me 
was that he didn't say, can we go to dinner the first time he approached me about going somewhere? Because my answer would have been, no, I'm not going to dinner with you. I don't know you. You know, he, he said, can we go for coffee during the daytime? You know, you, you work up to nighttime hours with group settings, you know, but he, he, uh, he knew what I, for me, would be considered appropriateness, you know, and I hadn't really been approached to the point where I thought they really understood appropriateness, you know, so I would say just, you know, having appropriateness and, and knowing when to approach, you know, and, and it's so true um, for women because there is that don't don't approach me thing but if you are now mind you I was in a season where I thought I was called to singleness so I, I had to sign you know and I meant it you know until he broke it down but um you know I think sometimes especially if you've been waiting a while you know because I, I was single for a while before Joseph came around you can't be so standoffish you know that you're kind of scary, you know what I mean? You cannot be so entirely standoffish that if a guy says hello, he didn't say, can we get married? You know, but a woman's mind sometimes we're thinking about marriage, you know, we, we do because you grow up as a girl being the princess with the prince, you know? So women grow up with marriage on their mind. Men grow up thinking I've got to get a career and be a provider. Why? Because God created them to be gatherers and providers. Women are nurturers. So we're thinking about nurturing. So when a, a boy meets girl, so to say, she's thinking marriage and he's, he's focused over here so I just think that um, it's important as a man to for a woman that you know you know when to approach her appropriateness and, and those things so and in group settings as believers group settings is Joseph and I throughout our whole court, courtship I mean to the point of engagement we didn't spend a lot of alone time and if it was a long time it was more in an open environment, you know, not in an apartment closed up somewhere, you know, where stuff can happen, you know. So again, kind of just having some boundaries uh, uh, to protect yourself. Thank you very much. Give them a round of applause. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.